Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right. And with us right now, we've got the one, the only Dave Foster, all the way over from St. Pete, Florida, just down the road from me. Uh, Dave, you are the executive director of the 10. 10- 31 investor. You have done some phenomenal business uh, over the past, gosh, six years. Uh, and uh, Dave, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Josh, thank you. It's great to be here. By the way, I need to go on record and say I was not one of the people that everybody else in America saw on Clearwater Beach this weekend. No, we those are all tourists. On. No, locals do not go to the beach during spring break. We, we know better than that. What's that? Locals go to their boats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Exactly. So, you know, we're we are we are isolating during spring break and and usually most parts of summer as well. Definitely, like in Orlando here, we don't go to theme parks. That's that's when all the tourists come in and flood. That's the worst time of year to go to a theme park. Exactly. Exactly. So, Dave, uh, oh, say that again. It is good to be here. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, so you've been in real estate for a little while, and um, so what? What led to the launch of the 1031 Investor? And and again, I hope you'll give us, uh, ex- and again, please explain like I'm five, <laughs> but try to help me understand what 1031s are as well, because uh, you of anyone on the planet, I think have absolutely cornered this market. Right. Well, it's, thank you. It's It's been a long journey. We used to, in the early uh, iterations of our company, would tell people when they asked us what we did. We would tell them, we can tell you, but we'll have to kill you afterwards. Yeah. That's how little known this thing is. But a 1031 exchange simply refers to an IRS process that allows real estate investors to sell real investment real estate that they have profit in, buy new investment real estate, and not have to pay the tax on the profits. Now, think about that. Tax-free gain that you get to use for your benefit instead of writing a check to the government. Now that by itself is a huge, huge boost to an investing career. But the way I found it was almost by accident. Uh, It was 1996. My wife and I were looking to find a creative way to do what everybody wants to do. Retire early, enjoy life, let someone else make money for you. And we like a whole lot of Americans today decided that real estate investing was going to be a good avenue for that. So I did like everybody else did. I bought a property. I fixed it up. I sold it. And I was so proud of myself. I was all fat and sassy till I went to my accountant to do taxes that year. And he showed me the tax bill. And I was just like, oh my gosh, how could I have worked so hard to have made so little? And if I'm trying to get off of the corporate wagon, this is not exactly going to decrease my time. So I'm a tinkerer by nature. And I tried to think, okay, let's assume that the general idea of being an investor is great, 
but how can we make it better and more profitable? And it was right at that time that a case law was settled that changed the whole face of how these 1031 exchanges were done. And they went from being something that you had to be very lawyered up to do to something that just any investor could do very easily and very inexpensively. And I said, oh, that might be the answer. And then like anybody else, I have good friends who love to mock me. And so they said, ah, Dave, guess what? If you would have been with us in this company we're starting, you wouldn't have had to pay that tax. Mm. I said, tell me more. We learned about the 1031 and that was it. And so for the next 20 plus years now, I've been doing them for myself. And because I really believe that what's good for me is good for others, that's the best business model you can fall into. Find something that's good for you because you're not unique. There are others out there that can benefit from it as well. And that's why we started the 1031 Investor. Wow. So, um, so I guess my question is, you know, why doesn't everybody do a 1031 or is there some catch? Well, it's a very specific process that you do have to follow. And because again, as we said in the early days from 1920 to 1996, it took a very high priced attorney to handle it for you. Mm. So that by itself was a barrier to entry. But the probably the biggest thing is simply the lack of education that's out there. And that's where the 1031 investor focuses on is the education that can help people learn the parameters that they need to make the decisions. Um, if you remember that period, we just call the dark days of like 2007 to 2009 leading up to that 1996, there were about 70,000 exchanges done by night by 2006, it was 500,000. And then what happened? Real estate went off the cliff. Mm -hmm. So we lost a whole generation of campfire knowledge. Realtors went out of business. Investors went out of business. The highest buying demographic now were 15 years old and looking at prom back then. Mm -hmm. So they, nobody has a clue. So once again, in this next boom market, we're educating investors. And as they learn, that's when they can learn how to apply it. And we're starting to see it surge back again. Um, so, Dave, uh, I guess, uh, you know, who would be an ideal candidate to start do? And again, I'm not going to use the right terminology here, but, you know, using a 1031 tax strategy, um, does this fit for all properties or are there certain properties that are just more well suited for it because of the uh, maybe the, the, the little bit of I mean, it is extra investment in order to do this on the front end, right? For the tax savings. Yeah, actually, you'd be surprised. The 1031 exchange now nationwide probably will run $750 to $1,000 mm -hmm. to be able to get the benefit of deferring all that tax and using it for yourself. Now, so that's really not so much an issue. One of the keys to the 1031 is that it is only applicable to investment real estate, but all investment real estate qualifies in any way. So someone who has a little duplex and they're now ready to continue their growth as an investor and they want to move into an apartment complex or get into commercial or move into vacation rental. That can all be done using the 1031 because all investment real estate counts the same. So it could be 
an investor that has a property and they want to change type of property. Mm -hmm. It could be an investor like I'm seeing so many of today in California where they got a great explosion of appreciation and that's been awesome for them. But as month to month cash flow, yeah, not so much. So their goal could be to sell that highly appreciated property in California and go buy properties that cash flow better and provide a better return on investment in Omaha or Memphis or wherever. So the move anywhere in the country to find those demographics where the return is better than where you are can be a huge strategic move. Finding inequities in the markets. Because while we're a smaller and smaller world in general, there's still always market inefficiencies anywhere you look. And the 1031 will let you sell where you're at and move it into that new market. So Dave, um, in terms of, so you're doing your own transactions and and you're successful at this and you're like, oh, this is fantastic. I'm saving a lot of money in taxes here. Uh, At what point do you say, okay, well, I'm going to start teaching other people how to do this. And did you have any hesitation in doing that? You know, I'm a great accountant. And so it was just kind of fit naturally because I'm nerdy enough to want to live in that world. Um, But when we decided to start the business, it was really primarily because I saw that there was a huge gap of education because not everybody's an accountant going to someone who's good at remodeling and handling hammer doesn't necessarily have the skill set to make the decisions that will help them keep their money. Yeah. You know, Josh, there's that old mantra in the real estate industry that says you make your money when you buy it, which is the whole art of negotiation to buy property at the right price. Mm-hmm. I simply added to that and said, you know what? There needs to be a correlation, a corollary to that, which is you may make your money when you buy the property, but you keep your money when you sell it. And that's the back half that is the tax strategies that come along mm-hmm. with the 1031. So we decided early on when we saw that there was a hole in the market for education that people were simply accepting paying tax, that we said, this is going to be a fit and people are going to really benefit from it. Yeah. And so what do you do then uh, in terms of like, okay, so I'm going to teach people this strategy. Um, how do you begin that process? Like, How do you let people know? Well, first of all, you get a bunch of lawyers and accounts in the room <laughs> and you put everybody to sleep and you decide to do that. We actually, the the whole education process drives into our business because the IRS requires that when you do a 1031 exchange, you have to use the services of a qualified intermediary who is a third party to the transaction. And all they do is document the sale and purchase and process the transfer of the funds. So I actually, the IRS actually created a job for me Hmm. about 25 years ago. I only have a job because they said you have to use an intermediary to do this. Yeah. So that became just a natural stretch of, well, they have to use an intermediary. Let's go introduce them to one. Mm. And and do you worry that the IRS will close this loophole? Or I don't call it a loophole, but it's just a tax it's just tax tax strategy that you could do right now. Yeah, yeah. Legal loophole, I guess, would be a good one. You know, we do make a big distinction between 
avoidance and evasion. Right, of course. And yeah. really the difference there is which side of the door the lock is on, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, in terms of the, where you want to try to go with these things, you're looking for those investors that either have that gain without the knowledge of what to do with it, or they want to grow in their careers and take it further and further forward. Because quite often what happens with us is we will get clients and we'll have them for 20 or 30 years. And then they will pass away and we'll get their heirs as clients as well. So it's the kind of thing where once someone knows you as an intermediary, they'll always come back to you. And there's a really cool trick with the 1031 process that has created another saying in the industry. And that is that you want to defer, 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 mm -hmm. and then die. <laughs> and although I don't recommend it, it's where we're all heading. But here's why that works so well with the 1031 exchange. Because as long as you are alive, and as long as you own the property, you'll never pay the tax. So that deferred tax is going to continue to generate income for you. As long as any time you sell that property and use the 1031 to purchase new property, you'll never pay the tax. Yeah. So again, it's working for you. And then when you die, there's this very cool trick where the IRS gives you what is called a step up in basis, which means your heirs will inherit that property as if they paid market value for it on the day you died. So where does the tax go? It disappears. Hmm. So it's not just for the investor. This thing is an intergenerational legacy wealth builder. All right. Well, it sounds good. And, you know, the skeptic in me says, okay, come on, there's a catch. There's a catch. There's got to be a catch or it's, you know, it's not as easy as Dave makes it sound right here. But um, it, it, so explain to me, uh, and, and, and you could kind of address that if you want, but, uh, but I'd like for you to explain, like, how do you provide that education and, and what is your business model outside of your own investments? Right. Well, the education model is beautiful because it fits exactly into what you're just saying. If this was so easy, wouldn't everybody do it? Mm -hmm. And how do I do it and where do I find that? So in the old days, in the beginning, what we found was that realtors were very much in control of the real estate sales process. So we focused our efforts then on education for realtors on 1031 exchanges in general and how to do them. There's really several requirements that have to be in place for a 1031 to work. It has to be investment real estate. There's some timing uh, uh, criteria that have to be met. There's some titling requirements that have to be met. And then there's requirements on how you invest and how much you have to invest. So we chose to go right to the realtors back in the last bull market because that's who controlled the investors. And we would do CE classes, mm -hmm. general, uh, we didn't do webinars back then, but we would do in-office meetups and, and all kinds of in-person in -person stuff to teach these realtors who then went and taught their clients. Now, in this new market, the world has changed, hasn't it? And realtors aren't nearly so much in control. We're seeing uh, listing services that you can access all over. 
Mm-hmm. So the individual investor has become much more important. So for us, it's finding places where the investors hang out to deliver that education because then the investor direct, whether it's through a podcast like this or a webinar or a forum posting service or whatever, they can learn about those requirements and then make the decision so they can do the planning. Yeah. But honestly, it really, although it can be dicey, um, we're seeing between five and 700,000 exchanges being done every year now. Oh, Wow. So it's not you know, exactly small potatoes. Yeah. What's really nice, Dave, is um, so someone you've got, for example, on YouTube alone, uh, you've got this playlist of 32 videos right. where people can go through and, I mean, you're basically freely giving away uh, what I think, you know, some people might just say, eh, I'm just going to charge $500 for this thing and, you know, get people to buy in that way. But you're kind of giving it away. And I think that's really smart. And I think that that's what consumers are really after. And so, um, you know, just while I'm mentioning that in the same breath, so I just, you know, give your website. Uh, and um, that is, uh, let me see, uh, right here, the 1031 investor. So the website address is the 1031investor.com. I recommend clicking on video training, but there's, you got some other resources. You got calculators. What else do you have on your website that you think would be great for someone who's just kind of wanting to investigate a little bit more about sure. this? Yeah, we keep a list of current blogs. I'm always writing articles that are on there. There's some calculators that people can use to help to figure out what their capital gain situation is. You know, nobody wants, well, not nobody, but I don't want to do an exchange for someone if it's not going to benefit them. So we can walk them through these calculators to say, Hey, is it really worth your while? You know, one of my, one of the greatest references I've ever received was from a guy who said, I talked to Dave and he talked me out of doing a 1031. I thought, well, okay, I lost business, but I made a friend. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, The video series is absolutely awesome. And you're right, Josh, early on, we, I kind of felt like I had the choice. Mm-hmm. of either becoming, I guess in today's parlance, we'd call them the guru, right? I've got this bank of knowledge. And unless you pay me to be your guide, you won't be able to do it. Nah. And I just thought it just didn't feel right to me. Right. Because again, if it benefits me, it benefits others. And you know, I kind of look at it like paying it forward. If yep. I can help people learn how to make good decisions, then when the time comes to do an exchange, I'll see him back and yep. they'll take care of us. So we chose the other route, which makes me sleep much better at night. Mm-hmm. And we still do plenty of exchanges. It's it's the right thing to do, in my opinion. And I think that, you know, again, as someone who's studied consumer behavior for over a decade, I can tell you that this is exactly what uh, consumers are looking for, for sure. Yeah, I agree. There's, there's a sense a growing sense that we're all in this together, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Yeah. And if we're all in this together, then we need to be sharing information that can help each other be successful. Yeah. I guarantee it always comes back around. Awesome. Well, Dave Foster, you're the executive director and founder of the 1031 investor. You're on the web at the 1031-1031-investor.com. Dave, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure, Josh. It was great. 
Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.